Hey guys, so I'm going to share a bit about learning languages and some things I've learned from learning Chinese, Russian, Korean and Arabic. I've not really learned Russian, Korean or Arabic very much, but、um, I've learned the writing. So I'm going to share a bit about that and the characters. So I first started learning Chinese about over 10 years ago. And basically Chinese is notoriously challenging to learn the language because each character is so different. And that, well, there are so many characters, so it's not like an alphabet where you have, in English, we have 26 letters. In Chinese, there are thousands and thousands. There are about 5,000 that are commonly used.、Uh, so if you, have, if you know 5,000, you can read a newspaper.、Uh, but it's, yeah, it's very challenging to learn all the, all the characters. And basically, you just need to spend a long time learning them. One of the challenges is that. The sound is different to the character, so it means that you have to learn multiple things and when you're learning the character. But actually, it's not as hard as you may think because there are some similarities. So, there are different kinds of characters. Some of the characters look like what they mean, some of them look like how they sound, and then some of them are like connected together. So, you have two different concepts mixed together. So, they're kind of hieroglyphics. Like, you have The word for how, which is,、uh, has、uh, a woman and a child, which means good. And so the idea is that when you see a woman and a child together, it's a positive meaning. And so there, you can understand some things like this. And for example, the word for rest is,、uh, looks like a man and against, resting against a tree.、Uh, so yeah, it's very challenging to learn all these, but actually,、uh, Yeah, one of the challenges is when you're learning it is that often the teachers will、uh, just tell you to read the characters,、uh, just to learn the characters one by one. But actually, it's much better to learn this, the components of the characters. And because when you learn the core components, then you will see them in multiple places. And you, so you'll see many characters. So if you learn what a tree looks like in a character, then you'll see that in many different characters. And so you can actually learn very quickly by breaking it down into the small components and then learning it from that. And I, so I interviewed actually a guy called Richard Sears who has, has a name called、uh, Mr. Mr. Hansa or Uncle Hansa. And I have an article which I put in the description of this. And he has basically、uh, become an expert at understanding where all the characters came from. And the origin of the characters. And it was fascinating talking to him because he basically was saying that a lot of Chinese people aren't able to see、uh, where they come from, where the characters come from,、uh, because they are basically just taught them by rote. So for him, as, an, as a foreigner, as an outsider, he sees it in, a, he says as a foreigner, he has an advantage to be able to see that, okay, this came from this, which came from this, the evolution of the characters. It's really fascinating talking to him about where different characters came from and the meaning of it.、Uh, because often, when you have a Chinese class, you won't get that kind of meaning. You will just be told, okay, this is this because it is this. There's no explanation about where it came, comes from. So I found that fascinating. So, anyway, I've spent a long time learning Chinese and have a reasonable grasp on the characters. And... There's, and then I also have spent some time learning other languages,、uh, which I'm starting to learn Russian. I've spent a bit of time learning Korean, and、I've, 
spent a few hours learning Arabic in now I'm in Dubai. And so basically the Chinese characters, it, to learn Chinese, there's, there's a saying that it takes about 2,200 hours and Russian is about half of that. Arabic and Korean is about half of that. So they're about half as long as it takes to learn Chinese. And I do find that learning other languages is more easy than learning Chinese, which is an advantage of learning a challenging language. Uh, and European languages for an English speaker is about, it takes about 550 hours on average to learn for an English speaker. So, uh, it, yeah, so learning Russian is fairly simple to learn. The, after learning Chinese, it's fairly simple to learn the characters and what they mean, uh, because they're basically very similar to English. And there's just a few changes like H means N and uh, P means R, for example. And so it can take a few hours to learn the Russian alphabet, and then you can easily grasp and with a bit of practice can learn, see the sounds from that. So I'm at a very beginner stage of learning Russian. I spent some time learning Korean as well before. And Korean is actually a very, very simple language uh, alphabet to learn because actually when you look at it, you may have no idea, but it's actually an alphabet, but it's in a character form. So each sound has a meaning. Uh, each sound has a symbol, just like in English, but it's just written as a character. So the Korean alphabet is actually very simple and quick. You can learn it very quickly uh, just by going through that and learning the sounds. And the Arabic alphabet, I've just spent a few hours learning that here. And it's also very interesting to learn. And it's similar to English because it's like a alphabet. But the main difference is you read it from right to left instead of left to right. And it's, uh, yeah, it's really interesting because also the, the, uh, the, characters have or the um, letters have a different they show differently depending on the location of the word so if they're in the beginning middle or end of the word they'll be shown slightly differently and uh, yeah i find all of these different languages really beautiful to learn arabic is really beautiful to learn and uh, yeah, another thing that I've realized from being in Dubai is see, meeting lots of people who are from different countries like Pakistan and uh, India and uh, lots of other places around here. And it's amazing how many languages these, these guys can learn. They learn Arabic and their native language and English as well. And so I think it's, it's an inspiration for people to learn multiple languages because you see that actually most of the world can speak multiple languages. And as an English speaker, we are the people who learn the least amount of languages. So there's quite a lot of inspiration to see from how many people, how many languages people learn and how I think it's very useful to learn different languages because you can communicate with people, a lot of people very well. So here are some thoughts about learning languages. And uh, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. If you have any questions, let me know. Rich at 2030 School. Thank you very much.